Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. Today's film that Sophie hasn't seen before is... <laughs> King of Comedy. <laughs> that was my attempt at the, like, the old style of talk show music. <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> so, I picked this one out. Like with everything going on, it was like, right, we'll have something a bit light-hearted. But actually, wasn't as light-hearted as I thought. No, it's a bit of a dark comedy. Yeah, it is. And it kind of shows, like, your mental mindset a lot. I think it's... I think probably back then they didn't realise it, but it was actually showing, like, some form of mental illnesses. I think that's still fairly strong, even from 1982, which is when this was made. But obviously, I know it means still... A lot worse these days. Yes, it's made more aware and more apparent that that is like mental health is an an issue. I I don't know if most mental health is more like delusions that people have about being famous and. But I think he had a bit of like, is it schizophrenia or something where he thinks he's. Oh yeah, yeah. So one person, and then he's actually thinking he's something he's he's not. So. Yeah, he's proper bigging himself up in his head, but it's actually not really that successful yeah there is obviously some underlying issues in his head and i pointed out to you didn't i what the similarity if you'd notice any similarities oh it took me a while didn't it <laughs> heavily inspired by the joker really it takes a lot from it Wait, once you'd said that then i yeah. it, i could see it yeah where it'd come from and then he did a laughing thing as well when he was laughing and i was like oh yeah that's definitely the yeah. joker now so at the beginning, I get a little bit confused. So obviously he's waiting outside a TV show, which is Jerry. Yeah. Like the Jerry show. and Jerry Langford, yeah. <laughs> and basically, it's this, there's a crazy lady that's in, in Jerry's car. who's like obsessed with this man. And she's like half his age. So I don't understand her obsession and he's not even that good looking so I don't really know what the appeal is. I don't think she was like that much age difference really. He looks like a middle aged man and she looked like she was in her twenties. I didn't see what the appeal was. Just a big like talk show host type of thing so it's superstardom. It's like me fancying Jimmy Fallon. I think a lot of people do don't they They kind of find him. Mm, Well I won't be running down the street after him to be honest. Yeah, but different these days with that. But again, it's more of a time when, like the Beatles and stuff, you know, when it wasn't all about, you know, like social media and just the total access to everybody's, you know, what they're yeah, doing but... in lives and stuff. So that it's, you had to hunt them down. And... No, you don't, do you? You really don't. And like with the Beatles, are any of them good looking? Not really. All the girls screaming and throwing the knickers at them. I really don't understand what. Was it the fame? Was it the money that was more the allure than the actual people? Must be because really I won't be throwing my knickers at them. It's all about looks, you know. No, but how did they know what they were like? Interviews. Yeah, but you can pretend to be whoever you want in an interview. Going back to the... Anyways, yes, sorry. So initially he looks like kind of a sane kind of character. He's like, oh, I'm not bothered about queuing up and I'm not really interested and playing it off that he's quite cool, calm and like to to his friends and then actually this crazy lady somewhat helps him out by being in the car and this this is all set up 
so that he could have this meeting with Jerry in the car. No, I didn't actually know that. that... That's that's how because you, you can that's how he, when he meets her later on. It's kind of like oh you know I did all that for you just so that you know you could speak to Jerry to get him the note or the money to him or whatever. So it was the whole thing, but he was really doing it for himself. Yeah. To you know get it. So obviously he's wanting to be this big famous comedian. Yeah. He thinks he's got like this talent and he ends up getting in the car with Jerry and this poor man's just doing his show and then he's getting harassed by this crazy lady and now he's got this random man in his car and he's like just kind of trying to say anything just to appease him really, to kind of get him off his back. And I think Rupert Pumpkin? Pumpkin, yeah. Although that, that again, that's a, a lot of people getting his name wrong all the time. I wanted to call him Pumpkin initially. <laughs> that's what I thought he was, Rupert Pumpkin. <laughs> Pup, I've never heard of Pumpkin. Yes. Is it like a made-up name? I'm sure there might be somebody called Pumpkin. <laughs> just to, certainly just offended them. <laughs> I really don't think there is. I don't know, there could be. Never heard of it. <laughs> Anyways, he's... Trying to get his material to Jerry, and Jerry says, Oh, ring my receptionist and we'll sort something out just to shut him up, basically. Yeah. But obviously, because he's so gullible, he believes every word that Jerry's saying and thinks he's going to have like this big break. And this was a bit where it confused me because then obviously, once he was back home, you can kind of see his, his own thoughts, like a flashback into his head, so to speak, where he's like having a conversation with Jerry in a restaurant. Well, it's not so much flashbacks, it's more just to. Delusion that he's a role he's playing out to himself to you know he's in the scenario and this is why he's like looks a bit like he has got schizophrenia yeah 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 because he's like really really believes yeah. that this is happening he, he convinces himself I think in these oh yeah he is he's definitely very egotistical in that sense and arrogant of like thinking oh this is this is totally happening yeah. this is how it's going to play out and everything even though is. he's playing it in his head he thinks yeah. it's real you said that there wasn't a very obvious thing of where, you know, if this was delusion or not, but, and I've seen it a couple of times now, but I kind of knew that it was, but you kind of get that feeling with, you know, he's, he's not sitting down with Jerry, he's just having, the way that he's talking to him as if, like, the good pals and all that stuff, it's not, it's not really, that's not yeah. really happening. I guess you're right, but obviously if you're just first watching it, you think, oh, well, maybe that's just fast-tracked to two years later and now the panic. Yeah, panic. yeah. Also, there was another part later on, which I thought he was then having another dream and being delusional, yeah. was with when he met Rita and they went on a date. Oh, yeah, I could see what you meant by Yeah. So I thought he was actually playing that out in his head. Yes. Which, again, like, you could easily say that that would be the case, wouldn't you? Just yeah, because I didn't think she would yeah, actually go out, out with him, him to be honest. Yeah. So maybe when I watch it again, like you said... Yeah it might come more apparent to me. But I think I just assumed anything that was going really, really well was in his head. (laughs) In the end, that's how I was, like, establishing it. (laughs) Although that wasn't really going too well, was it? Because she's not, like, that interested in him and he's kind of, like, being over-exaggerating with all the book of signatures and all that stuff. And even that guy in the background was, like, mocking him, wasn't it? Because, again, he's been... To be waving his arms around and stuff like that. It's a bit too so, much, isn't yeah, it? Bless him. Yeah. So, there was a part where I liked mm. the camera angles in some of this. It was quite good 
camera tricks with it and the way that they did certain angles. So there was one where... Uh, yeah, going into where he works. I think it must have been because he was trying to brag, wasn't he? That's why he used somebody else's phone. phone. They're like, oh, hey, Jerry. But it was clever the way that they had um, a mirror that was behind this lady. So you could... It, the camera was shot at the back of Rupert. Yeah. So you could see the back of him, but at the same time you could see the front of him. And you could see the lady's reaction. So you had, like, kind of somewhat a 360 view, view yeah. of it all, which I quite like the angle. Hmm. There was another angle of where he... I think he was with Jerry and he sat in a chair. Yes, I know what you mean. It's kind of like he was sort of towering over him, Jerry was, and but he was kind of like a little so as if like in looking up to him like he's like some sort of like, deity or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jerry looking yeah, down yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, quite yeah, clever. Point. Yeah. The way that they did certain things which I enjoy kind of seeing. Yeah. So even in his delusions he's still idolising <laughs> him. Yeah. Yeah. Looking up. Yeah, looking up at him. So we figure out that, like you said, Rupert is actually friends with this crazy woman, which is called, she's called Marsha. Yeah. And you said, like, obviously she's helping him out. Yeah, because she wants to get close to him as well. Obviously for different reasons, really. Yeah, really, really for disturbing reasons. Yeah. So he does then kind of go to the office, doesn't he, to try, well, he rings up a couple of times, he doesn't get through... Stays at that yeah, pay phone. Yeah, that's, that must have been ball like to have to do that. Imagine having to do that these days, you know, to make a phone call, you have to go to a pay phone and, <sighs> and then wait for a reply. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously, people are going to get yeah. a bit frustrated. He then. Yeah, he makes his way into the office for an, an appointment. Yeah, which he doesn't have. Yeah. And then obviously, he meets this lady who just constantly fobs him off, which says for him to do his own kind of tape. So that he can hand it over. Which you would have thought he would have, you know, logically have to do that to prove anyway. Not just, you can't just be like, oh yeah, sure, yeah. I haven't seen any of you work work or or, anything. No. Or heard any stuff. I'll just take that you on. Yeah, Yeah, just just, just have you, yeah, because you just seem nice enough. That's like me going going for a job interview and prove that you draw and not show anything. Oh, you're sure, yeah. You got the job. Yeah, just on your Just because you said you have. Yeah. Anyone could do that, couldn't they? So there was a part where he does have like this downstairs area in basement, mum's basement, I presume. Yeah. And he obviously has cardboard cutouts of Jerry and this other. Yeah, I don't know. It's, woman. it's just yeah, like he's in like a talk, a talk show. Yeah. And so, and he lives out his delusions there. So. Pretty much, he does also do the tape recording down there. Where his mum's shouting down at him and disturbing him, where it's like one of those really, really old tape deck things. Yeah. Which, like, you can't, I don't think you can go. What rewind do you mean? Yeah. You might be able to, I bet it would be really tricky. If you have, and yeah. then pausing and then. <laughs> yeah. re- press and record. And, and then all, the, yeah. the tape inside, obviously, yeah. can always get skew whiffed as well. Mm-hmm. So there's all that. And then there's a piece where you pointed out, which was definitely like the Joker. Where the bit where he's kind of doing like his comedy spiel and yeah. in his head he's seeing all this crowd right. of people. Yeah, that's quite a good shot as well where it's kind of like he's talking to a backdrop of these people, the audience laughing. And then he's, but it's kind of like panning out to show like a, it's like a hallway thing as if it's like all empty and white and everything. And then like it's not a, the laughter that you hear is kind of laughing at him rather than not, not with him, 
Yeah, initially so it sounds like it's laughing with him, and the further and further and further away, away it sounds like more, more like... picking on, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. But he's not realising. Yeah. Even though all this scenario is made up in his head, head, it's still, he's not realising yeah, that. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, look at you, pathetic. Thinking that you're something that you're not. But uh, you don't really hear what his act is at the moment. You know, what he's putting on this tape. You don't no, know you don't know. So I just assume he's material. Gonna be... Yeah, that's quite I mean. rubbish, really. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be anything great. No, they save that stuff for later, obviously. To they do stretch that bit out. I have put here, which I think is quite funny. Actually, it makes me laugh. I don't know why it even was in this bit, but it did make me chuckle. What's that then? <laughs> so the crazy lady at one point, Jerry was just walking out of the office. <laughs> And she just started like walking after him, like quite. And then he's, Jerry's looking, and then she's like walking after him. And then she ends up running after him, and he's like proper like running away from this woman. And I just think it's quite funny. And it's like obviously she's got serious issues. Right. Yeah. But I just I was sat there like, <laughs> and I think, I think the principle was, I know this sounds horrible. If it was the other way around and it was a woman getting chased after yeah. a man, I wouldn't have really liked it, but. Because it was a woman chasing a man. It was yeah, like, fangirling, yeah. It was quite funny because, like, well, what harm is she really going to cause him? But he's seeming like this middle-aged man kind of petrified. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be so horrible <laughs> because, you know, stuff like that could happen. Yeah. But it did make me chuckle and I had to write it down. We know he's actually... Well, he's, not, he's no longer with us, but he was, a like, a comedian. I think. He was called, he's called Jerry as well. Jerry Lewis. Is the actors so not Langford? No, no. So you know, like when he's going through the streets and stuff, you know, it's hey Jerry, so the more genuine, you know, because he mm. was quite a popular comic and All stuff right. like things. So it's more genuine when he's going around New York, and people say, "Oh, can I have your autograph and all that stuff?" It's more, yeah, it's more... makes it feel more authentic. I didn't know that. So I really found the relationship between Rupert and Rita a bit strange. Obviously, Rupert, in his head, had kind of gone a bit far with it and thought at one point he was, like, on the Jerry show in his head mm-hmm. and he was getting married to her. To for her. some reason, yeah. Which Where, he's only know. been on one date and now he's getting married in yeah, his head. Yeah, very weird. It was a bit weird, that bit of the scene. I didn't really think there was much that needed to be part of it. It probably, if it wasn't in, it wouldn't have really mattered, but I guess it's one of those other... Going back to him in his delusional state of building up this make-believe life that he wants. Yeah. And instead of actually trying to work hard and build the relationships up in real life, he seems to build them up in his head. Yeah, jump in the gun and just go into the best bits, kind of. Yeah, but then he, when he meets the people, then he's acting like that's already happened because he really, really believes that what he's played out, I think he generally does think the true. You mean like, for example, where he's going to the... His, like, holiday home kind of thing. Jerry's holiday yeah. home, and he yeah. really thinks he's being invited there. There, and it's like, oh, where are all the people and stuff? Yeah, you don't know whether he's actually trying to, you know, like, egg him on, like, oh, th- yeah, that you totally did invite me here, or he just actually thinks... Genuinely believes it. ...that I, this is all happening. And I think it is that one where he does actually believe in his head. It's generally all happening, and he doesn't get... And it's that's the kind of sad part, because they're in such a... Not a great life that he has to build up this make belief life. No, but there was parts in that where he was in the house and he was kind of like, 
or don't be going upstairs, Rita, and kind of like he was worried about, like, yeah, we aren't really supposed to be here, but but playing it off that like we are supposed to be here, it's kind of a weird like flitting back and two with that. Yeah, it's like his subconscious and his conscious are kind of yeah playing tr- yeah. yeah. So it's about that point when he's realizing that obviously Rita points out that they're not meant to be there, and I think that's when he's kind of realizing he's more kind of his really, idols really not. He's not going to get his he was, dream was. Yeah. of being able to become a comedian, be on his show and get his big break that he thinks he deserves. And Rita's obviously now thinking he's lost the plot yeah. as well. Yeah. So he's actually lost both of them in the space of one day. So he kind of gets kicked out of there, doesn't he? Yeah. And then somehow teams up with Crazy Lady. Yeah, I, th- I think they're just in cahoots with the whole thing, really, even though he doesn't want to be associated with her because he's... Again, the delusion that he thinks he's better than her, but still... Actually, she seems yeah. to look after him a lot more, more. than yeah. he looks after her, really. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of a scene, and me and you kind of chuckled at it, where they're in the car, and they're going to chase after Jerry, kind of like driving after him, but slowly. Yeah, they're like, doing like an abduct him, yeah. And they've got these massive glasses <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Forgotten how big they're... <laughs> But I've never, I don't think I've never seen. I've seen it, like I say, I've seen it a few times, but I've, that's slipped my mind to seeing those, <laughs> them wearing that and thinking, geez. They're a bit over the top, aren't they? Them they look like some. You weirdly seeing, like, if it was like a sci fi film from like that era, you'd think they were, that's proper futuristic <laughs> <laughs> binoculars or something now, something like that. Yeah, well, they took up half the face, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, on all sides, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like it was yeah. just like one bit, and I think but, anyway. anything yeah. it could catch, stop you from getting shot or something like that, if it, like safety goggles. Yeah, almost, yeah. So this, this bit gets a little bit strange once they do kidnap Jerry. It gets a bit weird, wacky and wonderful here, and you kind of see that they both have issues, and their mental state is not, not very stable. No, it's not. So, the crazy lady knits Jerry a jumper. It's not even made properly. It's like half a yeah. knitted jumper. Oh, sleeves and just the middle is not even attached. But no. no, it's not. And oh. she's like, oh, yeah, you look lovely in it. And she's like, cooing over him. And it's like, I don't understand what she sees in him. I just don't get it. They actually do kidnap him with a toy gun. But obviously Jerry's not knowing this at this point. Because I mean, no one's going to question if it's a toy gun when yeah, somebody's no, pointing yeah, a gun at you. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't question it. No. You just think, well, it's yeah, a gun. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, obviously, I think the deal is that Jerry is going to be kidnapped until he puts Rupert Pumpkin, Pumpkin. Pumpkin. <laughs> on live TV on his show. He has to do his act on the Jerry Langford show. Yeah. yeah. Reading the cue cards and that all gets fumbled up and around. <laughs> that was quite funny actually, because yeah. he was like Jerry was like, "That's that's blank and yeah. it's upside <laughs> down. down." And he drops them and all that stuff inside. Of. So it's I not really a good it. assassin, really like not assassin, is it? Um, a good kidnapper. Hostage, yeah, hostage. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. <laughs> not a really good hostage at all. He's not. I don't think he feels that threatened. Not really. It's not that bad. So they agree to put him on the show. They want to know what script and stuff he's kind of going to be saying. Obviously, they're worried if it's going to be like a terror attack or something like that. 
you know, and the concern of kind of putting it on live air. So they've got like a live audience that they do it till at seven o'clock. Uh-huh. Then I think it goes on air later on. So they can kind of vet what's been said before they actually put it. Yes, so, yeah. On air. So it's not live streaming straight away. So I think that's what the plan was, just in case anything kind of went wrong with it. So obviously while he's going to do his show, they tie poor Jerry up on a chair beforehand and he leaves Jerry in capable hands of Crazy Lady, which th- them scenes are just a bit weird for my... Bizarro. They're a bit uncomfortable, really, aren't they? They were yeah. like... I just... First of all, it was this, like kind of somewhat young woman, not not ugly, not, you know, throwing herself at this middle-aged man and it's like, and this middle-aged man's not wanting anything. I'm thinking, you'd be lucky. Well, if it's down to acting like that, that's a real turn-off for anybody. Nobody's going to be wanting somebody who's acting like Yelling crazy at him and, and pointing a gun still at him while trying to have dinner with him. And he can't eat anyways. So... Yeah. And she's just quite, like, the, there's a part where she bought some crystal glasses. Glass or something, yeah. And she starts chucking them, I'm thinking they must have cost a fortune. Why are you slinging them across the living room? Just cuckoo bananas. <laughs> Pretty much. Obviously, I think it gets to a point with the crazy lady where she knocks the food off the table. She starts getting herself undressed and... Yeah, thinking it's like... Being all sexy and stuff. And romantic and he's, he's just... still sat on the chair tied up, so it's like, what can you do? He can't really do anything. Yeah. And obviously Rupert is going to get his big moment. You do see him on the stage, but this was a bit of a strange kind of part where I was like, well, am I not going to get to see his act? Yeah, you see him come out on stage, starting his act. Then it cuts back to... Crazy Lady. Yeah. It kind of flits between the two parts so now, of the story. yeah. yeah. And then you only actually kind of see it when he goes into the pub that Rita is the bar lady yeah. for. Yeah, because at this point, obviously the cops are involved now, they know what's going on, so... But he's made aware that after this all this is done, that he's going to be taken away. So they have to escort him to the bar. Because mm-hmm. he's just like, you know, I want to show Rita that, look, I'm on TV and I've done my act. Yeah. There it is. Now... Obviously, he does his acts, and, and what what did you think of the, the material that he had? I did really think his material was going to be... Got no laughs. No laughs, yeah. and it was going to be just a bomb. But actually, he did do quite well with the audience. Obviously, some of it, like I've got Jerry Lanford taped up and stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, you just assume that that's a joke when actually it was yeah. a bit of a kind of sore spot because obviously we knew yeah, that yeah. he actually did, so that wasn't yeah. really yeah. laughable. But... The other parts, he seemed to actually just rip himself a bit, actually. That's what I think you have to do as a comedian. Yeah. It's part of your attitude. But it was actually, he, he could, he was quite good. It, and surprised me how well the audience took to him. Because I think, I thought he was going to be like a big flop, to be fair. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because as I see it, because it does, after that happens, and it, uh, the film carries on. Now, not to slag Mr Scorsese off or anything, but... If it was up to me, I probably would have ended the film there. After, you know, like, showing the final, the, his actual performance and do, like, a fade-out and then credits roll kind of thing. But you know I'd have hated that. Because then it would sort of leave the interpretation, to, you know, like, oh, that was his break and then... Would he have got what? laughs? 
or anything like that would the oh no 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 yeah, that whole section would have played oh, okay. out it wouldn't just be like cut out and like like you said before where it's just that high my name is right all that stuff so you still would get the last yeah yeah so the whole th- whole the whole act his whole bit would play out and then like when he says oh thank you very much and i'll go now and then fade then fade out that's how i would end it and then that's left to you oh no that's not me what, now whether you know after that what act what happens after that is thing, but I think that would be a bit more poetic to the end of the story. Well, I think either story that like like the ending that we do have, and your ending would either one would have kind of I wasn't really truly happy with the endings. Right. Yours would annoy me because like I have to make up my own mind. Mm-hmm. Of, you know I me, mean? I don't like a story yeah. when it's not finished. But Jerry does get out at this point anyway. He sees on the TV once he get, breaks out from marshes because he says like oh. You know, okay, untie me. Think to, you know, thinking she, she's gonna get some. And yeah. Proper bitch slaps her. He does, <laughs> yeah. And then she's running after him naked down the street, pretty right, well in her underwear. Yeah. yeah. Um, after him, and it was like seriously, love. You look yeah. so desperate now. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just pack it in. It's he don't want you. You know, just just let it lie. Yeah, and then he, uh, Rupert's getting now taken away. From by the cops now into prison yeah because of what he's done yeah so the ending is very bizarre and i don't think yeah. it shows you the morals no. it also it is maybe a case of because you you said it was you weren't sure whether this is all in his head again which mm. could very well could be actually thinking about it really all the delusions of again keep going with the he's got a book out it's in all the magazines. It just and yeah. there's a, a film that's going to be made about him, and then he's got his own show. And it's just the principle of it, really. It's like I don't think. I, well, I know the UK. If something like that happened in the UK, and somebody had done all this to one person, we wouldn't then want a book on him. We wouldn't want. No. We 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 wouldn't. We like an underdog, but we don't like it when they've gone the wrong way yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we wouldn't be putting money into them. Yeah. Really. So it's like you have to work hard for a living here. It's a case of we, we like a good story of where somebody's had to graft yeah, actual for actual inspirational story, not a somebody abducted someone and therefore that's They're praise famous. them for doing that. Yeah, no, yeah, that no. wouldn't that yeah. wouldn't slide here at all. And it's like so for me it's a case of actually for what he's done. Yeah, if 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 that this is, is the case happen to these, this is undeserving. Yeah, it is, and it is a bit frustrating if that's how it would yeah. would happen. I'd like to think actually, in the end, it is in his head, and he's hoping that it's yeah. Because and noticing this time the fact that the very last bit where he's got his like oh he's on his TV show and he's going to the audience and it's kind of keeps saying, "Give it up for Rupert Pupkin." Yeah, and all that stuff, and he keeps saying it like yeah, yeah. Cooking everybody and it's like yeah, he keeps clapping and stuff and it's like that kind of like they wouldn't keep saying that over and over and over no. again, would you? So it's like he's kind of trying to get it into his head that yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's he has made it success. He's done this one bit and therefore he's now got like no way would he have like done one thing and then be that famous? Yeah, but there was a line, wasn't there, that made you makes you think maybe. It is all in his head. Yeah. Which is. So, King for a night, then a 
schmuck for a lifetime. Yeah, I'd rather be a king for a night than, than a, schmuck. a schmuck for a lifetime. But actually, he's just a schmuck, isn't he, really? Yeah, when I'm all said and done. But he did have his night of... One night of king. One night of being a king of yeah. comedy. He did, yeah. he did have that. He did get what he wanted. But was it the right way of doing it? No. No. <laughs> so that's another thing. So the moral of the story is don't kidnap, kidnap people. <laughs> just in the vain hope that you'll get on the TV show or whatever. Like, I know everyone does things for a reason. Like, the Joker, obviously, in the end, I felt so sorry for the Joker. Like, it was everything that he did do to people. It had justice, in a sense. It was like, yeah, okay, you've had such a rubbish life. These but people have checked you. You've been not condoning his actions, in a So sense. what? Like, but, yeah. understanding why. Because proper downtrodden and stuff, but not saying that's, oh, yes, you should do that. Just because you've had a hard life, you should... Go around shooting people and causing no, chaos. No, but you understood where it came from. from. Yeah, see, he's just... Whereas and Rupert's more of a... He's not destined to be... But anyone comedian, could do that. But. So, like, for example, you. Let's say you never got into drawing or animating and then you find this person who works for Disney, so you kidnap them. You know, it's, um, yeah, anyone yeah. could do that, but it's not going to get you anywhere in life, is it? It's like no. the same with the Joker, obviously. Shooting and harming people is not going to get you anywhere, but you can see what sometimes can drive if you've had such a bad life of being trodden on. Yeah. Like, in the end, I did want to cry for the Joker. I I could see... It was like, yeah, I can see where, where he's got to such a dark place to get to that point. And I actually felt for him. Right. Which is weird, because I, I didn't think I would have felt that way, because he's like a psychopath. Yeah. Wanting to kill everybody, but... But do you feel the same remorse for Rupert? No. No. Not as much, no. No. Despite the fact that it's more light-hearted. I think it was because it was more greed. It came from a greed perspective. Yeah, it's ar- like I say, it's arrogance. And Whereas, obviously, delusion. the Joker oh, was thoughts. from hurt. It, it was because he'd been hurt and nobody was there for him. Whereas I think, yeah, Rupert was... He wanted to be famous. It was greed. It was money-orientated. It was... Selfish? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Did I gel with Rupert mm. as a character? Not really. I think he'd have grated on my nerves if I'd have met him in real life. It, he doesn't stop talking. And he's just one of those like show-offy people, but got nothing to show. He's just got that whole personality of just thinking he's he's got more to offer than he actually has. And, it's... and he actually has got nothing value-added. He can talk a big game, but... He's just a 35-year-old or however old he is living in his mum's basement and not done anything with his life. Pretty much he's a bum. Yeah, pretty much. I think, for me, for this film, I did enjoy it. Just flip a little bit and get your brain questioning what is real and what isn't real. I do like that. I think that's when it's a lengthy film. I need something like that to keep me intrigued or I'm going to kind of flit away a little bit with it it's like when we watched Shutter Island because it gripped me yeah. I didn't care, it didn't feel like it was that much no. of long of no. a film even like Pulp Fiction didn't feel too long yeah those are both quite long films but the, this one's about uh, near enough two hours Yeah. but it didn't feel like it dragged no. no, 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 it didn't because it's got a good storyline and it's flitting and it's 
It's not flitting to a point of too much confusion. Yeah, no, it's not. It's hardly anything. It's fairly linear with its mm. structure, but it's there's just the odd occasion where there's these imaginary scenarios that he's conjuring up, but you can sort of tell when the those are happening and when they aren't. But I know some are, like you say, are a bit more difficult to decipher than others. But we're gonna go to your scoring. <laughs> so it's it's tricky because. I kind of, by scoring, the film itself, I really enjoyed. The characters, I didn't... There was not really a knockout character for me. No. I couldn't really relate to one, so to speak. But the performance of De Niro... Yeah, you, no. You enjoyed. You yeah. Thought he portrayed it well as a kind of like a kooky character who's trying to get somewhere. Yeah, no. I think the acting was good. and it, Obviously, the, even the crazy lady was... Well portrayed and so, That's super intense, yeah. Yeah, she was. She needed to calm down, really, didn't she? Yeah. But just not from a likable perspective, really. Like, right. Okay. You wouldn't want to be friends with any of them, really, would you? No. Like you wouldn't want the crazy lady, nor would you want Rupert or Jerry. Who's okay. whose life? To be honest, you so you see him and doesn't is doesn't look that great, does it? Because he's always constantly getting harassed, as I say. And he's he's kind of lonely and he's. Apartment or wherever it is. Shows that money doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make you, make you happy. I guess. It's but... nice when you've got family and friends and loved yeah. ones, and you've got that. But if you've got just fame and money, and you haven't got any yeah. family or loved so ones, then just is really striving for something that's just going to be inherently just sad and lonely anyway. But yeah, but you'll have his fans, so you'll feel like he's on top of the world in mm-hmm. his head. Yeah. So I know. As well with the Joker, we didn't actually do a review no. on that. But obviously with you pointing that out to me. Yeah. And obviously, fair enough that this they have taken quite a bit of the, like inspiration from this film for the Joker. I still think the Joker is a knockout film in comparisons to this one, personally, right. from my okay. opinion. Okay. I think for me to feel remorse for the Joker mm-hmm. and for me to actually think yeah okay the joker got really really bad issues mental health issues and you you put i do feel so sorry for him and the life he's led right and it's a case of i didn't get that remorse or sorrow because it's more light-hearted so to compare the two i'd probably be saying for this one maybe a seven and a half right okay just before the likeliness of the characters as well because i know i i love i get attached to a character in a film that's one of my main parts. Okay. And I think, as well, the other parts that I would have enjoyed is more the camera angles and the flitting of the story than actually the characters as a whole. So I enjoyed more the story behind it, more the way that they were portraying it within it and the flitting of the different scenes and if it's in his head or not. It's more like the right. more your yeah. mental state. Yeah. Which I quite enjoyed but didn't actually have any connection to any characters. Let's say if one of them died... Yeah, you wouldn't... I, I won't feel anything okay. for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, just quickly, did you feel anything when people died in The Joker? I felt sorry when they did. the Joker did get hurt. Right, but none of the other characters who... When the Joker killed characters, I, in my head it was like, good on you. Right, okay. They deserved it. They've given you hell. I understand why, how you could get to that state, I guess. Okay. And 
I did actually feel like the Joker had a right to do what he did. Obviously, with everything he'd gone through, he, I could see, I could understand it. And it was like, I actually wanted to cry for him at one point, seeing how much crap he'd had in his life. It was like, I'd, I'd give the Joker a nine. I think bad comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm giving this King of Comedy an eight. Oh, okay, so we're not far removed. Yeah, so that makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. Not strongly struck off as being... It's a good, good film, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. No more I've seen it now. Um, third, fourth time, I think, maybe now, seeing this. Mm. And it's... I just, I think I just... I do like the how he develops as a character and, you know, starting from bottom, because he's... he's that's how the, well, the story goes, really, he's, is practically on the bottom, but now he's as the story goes on, he does sort of slightly work his way up the top. The wrong way the, about the wrong, it, but the wrong, yeah, but yeah, yeah, topsy turvy, <laughs> and just the whole mannerisms that he has and everything. It's just the it does a really good performance. I, that was really so. surprised me. The performance did, and yeah. he has got he's quite charismatic as well. Actually, to say yeah. he's got these issues, he's can portray himself yeah. quite well like he's normal yeah. whatever normal is <laughs> yeah well, I do feel a bit sorry for initially when it's kind of like you know he's, he's, he's really trying but it's just it's just when he's, he gets to the point where it's like you know come on just let it go now you, you're not, it's not going to happen for you and then it gets like I said goes too, too far. far with it yeah it's, like, think, but but the thing is even if it's not going to happen for him he could he could try and try and persist and grow on his talent and carry on doing it. But we know that wouldn't make a great story if that no. was the case. But No, no, true. But it's not a great moral of the story of, or oh, kidnap somebody <laughs> to further yourself in your life. You don't, you shouldn't really no, be... but that's what makes it a dark comedy, doesn't it? Kind of like... Yeah, I guess. that way. You shouldn't, but you shouldn't really kind of... Take... Step on people to get no. further in life. I know people do do it, but it's... <laughs> You can be a lonely life yeah. ahead of you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Can I ask what you would score the Joker then? Obviously. Um, probably score it. I think I need to see it again. Definitely. Which I would I'm love to see, see it again. Because I know we, when we saw it, in we went to London, and um, it wasn't. The, the tickets the, cost a fortune. Tune, God, that was that. You can tell no, we're we, from yeah, <laughs> Yorkshire. Up north where it's nice and cheap. <laughs> oh, God, they were expensive. Um, they cried. <laughs> it wasn't even like, we can get like leather seats and everything up here and you can you recline. And, like, the seats were not even that great, were they? No, they weren't, but anyway. I got a number after. Yeah. Still enjoyed it though, but um, I think I'll put it as a, maybe a nine as well. For the things I did really enjoy the the story and everything and all the characterization and everything and all the hardships and just and the music as well and that yes was really the good. music was good the score was brilliant but I think at some point get on four K or something and um, rewatch I think that'd be good to do in the yeah. future so I really did actually enjoy this but I think I enjoyed it more to compare I might rewatch it but I don't think I want to. Rewatch it any time soon, right? Because the character just 
he just grated on my nerves a little. Okay. <laughs> you know what it's like if if I don't like it, don't gel with a character, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, I know you're very character driven. I am. I am. It's just the way I am in life. If it's just just who I am, it's like that. That is the main thing. If I'm not gonna like the person, then. I'm not really going to like the film because it's just going to agitate me all the way through. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for listening to my thoughts on this one. Yep, thank you very much for listening. Feel free to check out our other episodes on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you might get your podcasts from. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the handle SPFilmViewers. Please also like, share and comment. So thank you once again and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Take care. Take care now. Bye. Bye.